Hey, Ryan Fantosi with the Fantosi Files podcast, episode three. And this has been one of my favorite things to do while working in radio is getting to know a lot of bands, catching up a lot of bands. And it's a band for the first time ever today that I have talked to. And again, you guys are the third band that's come on, so I really appreciate it. The guys in uh, Dragonfly Effect, we've got Matt's rhythm guitar, vocals, and uh, Corey on drums, man. I know you guys are out in, out in Pennsylvania. How are you guys doing? Awesome, man. How are you? I'm doing great. We are, uh, we're sunny in Wisconsin, so snow's melting for about it's the fifth, actually, for about the fifth time. It's pretty cold here today. It was 70 degrees yesterday and dipped back down to like 35 today. You guys are colder so than typical us. Yeah. <laughs> typical, typical Midwest, though. So, uh, like I said, yeah. you know, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Again, you guys are, are brand new. So really, first question I have for any band when they kind of come on new, kind of where are you guys from and, and how did you guys meet? We're from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, we're from a small part of Pittsburgh, relatively small. It's Erwin, uh, uh, Greensburg, kind of North Huntington area. Um, Corey and I, we've gone back a few years. I uh, I was part of another band he was a part of called August Ruins. Uh, I jammed with them for, well, it was about 20, from 2016 to about 2017, a little over a year. Um, so yeah, something around a year. Yeah, so we, we kind of had some history there. Um, and that band kind of, fizzled and kind of went its own separate ways but we kind of always stayed in contact um you know contacted Wayne a little bit but then uh we got back in touch in the summer of 2020 and the project at the time that I was a part of um he was like hey what's going on with this we just moved on from our previous drummer and he's like hey I heard he left you know I was like come on in like it was a a no-brainer as well moving on to uh to Dragonfly Effect and and moving uh, forward with uh something that we're both proud of be something that we both enjoy very much and uh something that we can really put our all into for sure because uh with all the prior projects too like that august ruins band that you mentioned we started that band in like 2009 and it was running up until about 2020 and it basically fizzled out you know that's right around the same time where the project matt was in was kind of fizzling too you know we collectively like tried to revamp that project a little bit and then like kind of on the side we were just like writing dragonfly stuff you know, and eventually we're just like, yeah, let's just do this because, like, it's it, to to me, it has a much cooler like atmosphere to it. Um, you know, and I, I like the direction. Like, we kind of have like a little backstory and stuff going with it too. So it's like we can get into that a little bit more if you want. And um, you know, like with the whole backstory and like kind of having this idea of what the songs are supposed to relate to, like just outside of the music, was something that I thought was really cool. Um, so we've just been trying to hit it really hard. Um, you know, I, I love it. So So what was it like starting this band, you know, pretty much kind of the height of COVID? You guys had projects going for, for a while and you're and you're starting something brand new. You gotta you've gotta promote something brand new, you gotta try to brand yourself. You can't really play shows or anything. I mean social media I mean social media obviously the internet and everything is great to get that out there, but um, you know, was it a good thing for you guys because it just gave you the chance to write or kind of how did how did it go just kind of forming this, you know, less than two years ago? So, I mean, luckily enough, um, with social media and stuff uh, being as heightened as it was during the pandemic, that really kind of gave us a prime opportunity to really hone in on the algorithm and kind of make it kind of, I don't want to say bend to, to what we're trying to do, but like really kind of favor what we're doing, you know, in a way that we could really excel and move forward. Um, and luckily enough, a, a lot of the music that um, is in the Dragonfly repertoire is stuff that I've written as my own independent artist. Um, a lot of the songs that we've had released were Matt Magic songs that are now being transitioned into Dragonfly Effect songs. Um, 
you know, and kind of already had a little bit of a following, uh, following. So, uh, promoting and, uh, kind of making everything relevant and aware has kind of been pretty straightforward and pretty to the point, luckily enough. Um, so knock on wood, it continues that way. Yeah. Yeah. The same, like with us too, because with like my past band kind of had a following. So like when we were transitioning here, kind of tried to not, you know, hijack the social media accounts and everything, mm-hmm. but, you know, kind of had to use it as a little bit of a background to let people know that like, just because one project fizzled out, you know, that it's not completely stopping. Um, you know, so like, I think that helped. I mean, collectively, I think that we had people know like at this point that this is kind of what we do. So like, this is like a more mature version of, you know, anything that we've ever done before, basically. And everybody's just like, Oh, well, these two obviously aren't stopping this ever, you know, and like the momentum's kind of rolling with it pretty good right now. So that's awesome. Now, I like the name as well. Cause if people are very aware, I would assume a lot of people know butterfly effect and kind of the meaning behind oh. it where one thing, you know, can change, you know, a whole timeline. So does the name yeah. reflect kind of anything like that? Or what would you, why'd you guys settle on the name dragonfly effect? Uh, it's actually a funny story um so there's a band called the hue i don't know if you've ever heard of them they're like a mongolian oh the who yep yes yeah they're they're great yeah they're awesome uh the guy that is our manager now we went to riot fest in 2019 or 2018 or whatever we saw the hue live and it was like right as soon as we were walking into riot fest and they're like with the throat singing there was just dragonflies like everywhere and everybody was like i don't know if it's like the way that they sing if they're like attracting them in or what it is right so then you know didn't think anything of it for like until we started this band but we're just all sitting on on my porch one night we're just thinking of like band names and just kicking ideas around and brad just like out of nowhere just blurts out like oh well you know it'd be cool if we got to the point where uh we were like the hue and you could just have this whole like dragonfly effect type of idea and then it just stuck from there you know and then like the more that we looked it up like like you said, the butterfly effect, like it actually has like a philosophical meaning to mm-hmm. it too. And it's, it's more of like a social media based kind of related to like the ripple effect. So it kind of fits with what we're doing too. Um, you know, and then like on top of that, like the backstory that we were writing kind of that coincides with everything, um, you know, is that there's this, we, we made up this like agency that's called the Dragonfly Corporation. Okay. You know, it's kind of like a story set in the future where, like, the dragonfly, like, our fans were kind of, like, kind of calling the resistance, you know, and they're kind of like an uprising in the future, like a militia against this corporation called the Dragonfly Corporation that's, like, mind-controlling people. And then, like, just randomly out of nowhere, we decided one day to, like, Google Dragonfly Corporation to see if it existed. And, like, all of the stuff that we were making up in our backstory is basically true. They have all these, like, little, it's like a, it's a government, it's a, like, an agency that makes, like, little tiny drones for the government that can tell if you're sick and like, like test your heartbeat and like, like all kinds of stuff from really far away. So like we had this whole like little backstory written that a lot of the stuff already kind of exists. So <laughs> that like it, it helped the name stick even more. It was meant to be. It was meant to be pretty much. That's awesome. That's crazy. I, how were, how were the Hue Live? How were they? Cause I, I haven't had the chance to see them yet. So I know show's been, uh, been, you they're, know, they're, incredible actually like we i think we saw them one time since then too and uh both times like they just knock it out of the park 
That's awesome. I know we they did pretty well in radio once they started connecting with like Jacoby Shaddix and uh, Danny from Ashes to New. I mean, they had a lot of radio success, yeah. things like that, which was cool. I mean, some people thought it was going to be a flash in the pan and, you know, people asked my opinion on it. I said, I don't know. I mean, the collaborations work. It's great. It's different. You know, it's there's nothing wrong they're, with they're, they're, they're super talented too, is the <laughs> thing. So it's like, I mean, it's they use traditional instruments. I'm pretty sure, and you know, tr- traditional singing, and they mix it with like American metal, basically. Yeah. So like, it fits really well, I think. Talking with the guys in uh, Dragonfly Effect, talking with Matt, talking with Corey here on the Fantasy Files podcast. Uh, Lost Inside is your guys' new single that's out right now. And like I told you before, we got going when I was in in radio, it did a feature called The Art of Spotlight. It was all about, you know, literally shining a spotlight on whatever band we were talking to, whatever song we were playing, and always like getting getting info on the song. So what do you guys, whatever you guys want to share from, from this song, maybe what inspired it, you know, from the, uh, the music side of it, kind of whatever you guys want to share about the tune, I'll, I'll leave up to you guys. Yeah, Matt, you can start this one off, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, Lost Inside kind of came about, um, pretty, I'd say pretty abruptly. Um, and I mean that in the best term possible, because mm-hmm. like it kind of started out as like, just like this initial riff that I had in my mind. And then like, it kind of just grew from there. Um, and you know, Corey and I were thinking, you know, for our, very first single we wanted it to be like we're coming out just smashing you know um and we we just wanted it to have a certain type of energy about it um and, and the song you know i really wanted to incorporate um a lot of key elements that i i really follow as a songwriter um you know strong hooks you know emotive verses uh very simplistic yet intricate sounding guitar riffs um and i kind of wanted to all morph it into one and then uh, you know, Corey and I were both fans of a band called Starset, and they're big on, you know, that electronic synth element and um, just kind of that cinematic epicness in a way. Mm-hmm. So we kind of wanted to even integrate that into there as well. And a big part of the inspiration for me, um, there's a band, Breaking Benjamin. They're like top of my list. Uh, that was like where I draw, like kind of even like subconsciously, I draw like it just is like programmed into me as a as a, as a songwriter. Just yeah. like you know, it's stuff I write just comes out sounding like Breaking Benjamin, <laughs> you know. Um, but no, the song itself, it's a, if you listen to the lyrics and stuff like that, it's a super emotional song. It's very deep. Um, I try to keep the lyrics as ambiguous and kind of metaphoric mm-hmm. as possible because like. I don't really want to give away like directly what I'm talking about. And if somebody thinks it's about something different than what I wrote it about, great. I've yeah. done my job. You know, I don't want to ruin it for them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very big on writing uh, things that, that have d- a deeper meaning, you know, and I, I'm very big on writing from the heart. Um, and I hope that it's been able to hopefully reach some people and connect. They've been able to connect with it. And hopefully it's been able to help them get through some things that's, they might not have felt like they can really get through, you know? Yeah. And I think like, even on top of that too, like the, the album that we're currently working on, I think we're going to call it the void. Um, it's going to be a concept album more or less. So like that, that electronic woman's voice that you heard in there mm-hmm. kind of goes along with our backstory. And like, she, we named her area, which like ended up being the name of like our self-produced record company too. Um, but like that voice is going to be like a reoccurring theme for this like concept album where like, again, it ties back into like the whole dystopian, like, you know, mind controlled by like higher powers, you know, ideas. And, you know, it kind of all, like Matt said, like we don't want to like tie any one single meaning to it, but like it, it goes along with, you know, the, the album concept as well too. So now, you know what you mentioned, you know, doing a full album is I, I yeah. you guys are probably my age, probably a little bit younger than I am. Like 
I still love buying full albums. I know that's not the world that we live in for a lot of people. I mean, rock and metal, it's it's definitely more along those lines. But, you know, so much is with Spotify and, and with singles and yeah. things like that. So for you yeah. guys wanting to create a full album, is that just something that you guys have always loved is, is full albums or kind of what's what's the why, why do you guys want to do a full record? Again, I love buying full al- full albums. I still buy CDs. I buy some vinyl. But for you guys, why is it important to do a full album? I typically like it if there's a band that I like and I they, I hear their single. I'm like the kind of guy that when the albums are released, I listen to it start to bat, mm-hmm. like you know, top to bottom usually. Um, you know, it's the, my reasoning for doing a full album is just because that's kind kind of what I know. Like my last band, we had a couple full lengths, um, you know, and I, that's just what we're just always. That's just what I always have done. I don't, I don't really have a specific reason, but I feel like that's just what. I'm supposed to do. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I definitely agree with that sentiment as well. You know, um, as a musician and a songwriter, I've been doing this for, I've been doing this since I was 12 and about to be 29 now. Mm-hmm. So it's been a significant amount of time, you know, and that was always one of the things I kind of always had a goal of, um, whether it was me being lead vocals or whatever, I always wanted to have something that I could necessarily, like, I could call my own at full yeah. length, you know, um, and then there's just nothing like you're, like you're saying, there's nothing kind of like just having that full record, like that, you know, knowing that like you have a half hour, 45 minutes of just like hearing how the differences in the songs ebb and flow and like really kind of experiencing a journey that mm-hmm. the band kind of is going on with that album, you know, and that's kind of something that we really want to incorporate as well. You know, we want to have the kind of that, that journey, like that initial yeah, kind of like a, uh, like a roller coaster of sounds. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of the songs that we have now ready, it's a pretty big mix of stuff, too. It's not all, like, heavy with breakdowns. Like, there's, you know, spacier stuff and more, you know, more, like, open atmosphere type of sounds. And, um, you know, we like the synths a lot. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that's more drawn out and just, you know, real light, more or less. Um, You know, but for the most part, I think that... uh, I don't know the concept that we came up with for this album was a big factor in that too because like once we decided we were going to do that i don't like neither one of us has really like thought any differently i think we've just been completely fully focused on doing this like concept album called the void ever since we decided to do it awesome well good i'm glad you guys are are doing full length records like i said i still i like having that cd to hold in my hand when i get something i like seeing the artwork and, and everything else and We've had some, you know, we've had some great convos. You know, you guys, big fans of Star Set, seeing them live, the the show that they put on, the Hue for the show that they put on. So, like, question I was asking a lot of bands too, and this is, you know, anyone from artist spotlight bands to like interviewing Miles Kennedy, asking them how they, how they take in concerts, how you guys take in shows. Maybe not while you're apart, not while you're on tour or whatever else, but like when you guys go to shows as fans, you know, what's the experience like for you guys? Obviously, the the answers are all over the place. Some people are very analytical about it. Some are like. Dude, I just fucking forget everything, and I'm just there for the music. And others <laughs> are like, you know, yeah, and others are a combination of both. So for you guys, how how do you take in shows? For me, it depends on what show I'm at, really. Like, if it's a big, like, stadium show, those are the ones where I'm more so, like, I'm further away from the stage. I'm there with usually friends because if it's, a, you know, a large stadium show, then I'm there to have a good time more so than I am to try to overanalyze what the bands mm-hmm. are doing. You know, if it's a small show and it's a band that, like, I can see, like, on a mutual level, then I'll kind of, like, analyze a little bit because, like, you know, not to sound arrogant, but at the end of the day, it's like we always want to knock it out of the park. So, yeah. 
when I go to a show, um, kind of everything else in my world at that time just kind of just is gone. You know, it all just fades away. And in that exact moment, literally, I feel at, at peace for mm-hmm. a bat, lack of a better way to describe it, you know, because um, I'm there with like minded individuals. I'm there with kind of like I, I like to refer to them as like huge extended family members in a way because we're all there to see the same band, you know, and like we all come together as one and just have a moment that we're just, we just enjoy what's happening in front of us, you know? Um, and I mean, it, it's also cool to, to just be able to, to see the, the production, especially from like a, a, a technological perspective as me, you know, like me, I, I, I get real big into like the, the behind the scenes stuff. So I'm always studying things and kind of like saying like, Oh, we could try to maybe pull some of that into, into our setup or something, you know, and like kind of, how can we do this? Hey, Jason, our production guy, I'm like, Hey, how can we do this? Like, <laughs> you know, um, but no concerts for me are just a, a moment of catharsis, you know, um, more so than songwriting is, um, just being able to really just be there in that moment and just let feel the bass hit you and just let, yeah. let it, let it go. That's awesome. I asked you guys, uh, kind of asked you guys before too. I think it was before, before Corey had jumped on Matt and, and it's stuff that like, I, I, when I do these interviews, obviously the music is important, all that kind of stuff I guys came about. I like listeners to be able to get a backstory behind you, but also get to know you as people. So like when you guys are on the road, the, the best places to stop on the road, I know some bands I've interviewed, they're like, dude, I got to have like rotisserie chickens from Walmart when I go on. That's what, that's what I, I have to have that or, or whatever. So like for you guys, where, where are the key spots to stop any, at, during any, uh, during any uh, tour? So yeah, go ahead. You can go. I was going to say, and Corey, can, Corey was going to laugh at this, um, but I, I am a, a sheets fiend. Okay. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of sheets. Yes. Yeah. Is, yeah I, I, I am an absolute sheets fiend. So that's like my number one stop. Um, constantly sheets, 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 sheets all the time. <laughs> and also a lot of around here too. Yeah. Our production guy, Jason, he and I, we frequent Taco Bell a lot as well, mm-hmm. um, which we need to not do, but it's, it's so bad, but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I really like breakfast food. So like, mm-hmm. If we could find a cool, like, little diner or, like, you know, a little hole-in-the-wall spot that has just, like, awesome breakfast sandwiches or anything like that, like, that's what I would, you know, typically look out for. Either that or, like, open pit barbecue-style stuff, which I'm super sucker for. I don't blame you. I would be, too. Now, <laughs> with you guys being from Pennsylvania, I mean, there's some there's some awesome bands from Pennsylvania. That uh, Matt, you, you mentioned it, uh, Breaking Benjamin. Um, from Ashes to New from Pennsylvania. I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with Another Day Dawns. I think they're out of Wilkes-Barre, um, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Now, Matt from Ashes to New, when I when I chatted with him last summer, you know, he's he's a big supporter of more people in the rock and metal scene need to support other bands. He's a big guy into collabs. And I know that's a big thing with, with um, him and his hip-hop roots and things like that. For you guys, whether it's, you know, the local scene where you guys are at in Pittsburgh, national scene-wise, and rock and metal, how do you guys think the support look is in the rock and metal scene with bands supporting that, each other? I mean, like, extremely locally, it's I would say it's pretty good. I mean, it, Pittsburgh doesn't have the greatest scene, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So the guys in the venues that are, you know, actively a part of it, I think everybody is really trying to support each other as best that they can. Um, you know, the Wilkes area like i hear more and more stuff like out that way like i feel like their scene's a little bit better um you know but it, like even with chad too like he isn't he from that area oh Ch- yeah he's yeah, so like and he you know he's not too far from us but like we're we're doing a collab with him right now too which 
you know, that just goes to show that, like, you know, just as a whole, the rock and metal scene is always just, like, willing to work with each mm-hmm. other and support each other, like, yeah, any way possible. Yeah, I'll, I'll chime in on that. Uh, he's, uh, we're, we're talking about Chad Zaliga, the old uh, Breaking Benjamin drummer. Okay. We, uh, we managed to uh, get him on a, uh, a track of ours. And, very cool. Um, He's, he's been very kind and very humble and very uh, very supportive above all else of uh, helping yeah. us out. Yeah, so I think the support system, like like in Pittsburgh and surrounding, is all pretty good. I mean, I, I don't see a whole lot of you know band bashing. I guess you could call it. You know, maybe every once in a while, but like the bands that are bashing other people are kind of just they're just old and washed up. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's good. I know like central Wisconsin here, there's when I, when I moved here about three years ago, it's it, there's a lot of bands here in the local scene and a lot of them do a good job getting out and supporting each other. There's some, like you guys said, there's some squabbling here and there on things, but it's usually. Yeah. It's good though. I mean, it's, I I feel like if you're a musician, it should be like across the board that like you support other people, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's a thing that people are passionate about. So like why beat somebody up over it, you know? Yeah. You guys mentioned you, you're working on the full length record. You've got you've got more songs coming out. So uh, for uh, people checking out the interview here on the Fantasy Files, uh, what do you guys have coming up this spring, this summer? Music shows. Feel free to plug anything. Yeah. Um. So we just dropped Lost Inside. That just came out. We um, are going to be dropping another single here shortly. Uh, on the twenty second of April. April twenty okay. second. It's good. It was a track that was previously released under my name, but now it's been redone and kind of remixed and revamped a little bit. Uh, it's called In Flames. Uh, so that that's going to be coming out April twenty second. Uh, pre-sale will go up April fifteenth. So anybody who wants to pre-sale and pre-save it will have the opportunity to do that. Uh, we have our first debut show August twenty seventh here at the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh with a rock band called Flaw. Yep. Uh, Super, super cool. Super pumped about that. Um, literally, all energy and time, aside from writing the record, is going to like making sure our showcase yeah. is like <laughs> bigger, bigger than life. Like we want to focus too a lot on like the visual part of the show as well. Like kind of like if you've seen Star Set Live, I'm sure you've seen like their visualizers, yeah. things like that. So like that that is one thing that Matt and I and Jason, uh, our production guy, like we kind of try to focus on that side of it, like. I wouldn't say equally as much, but it's always in the back of our heads, I think, to, you know, make sure that our show is, you know, we have, you know, the lights and the visualizers and things like that just to keep people engaged outside of the songs. Um, you know, because you can go see any band, you know, and if they're, all they're doing is playing, they can typically look like any other band at that mm-hmm. point. You know, so we're trying to set ourselves apart with, you know, having like a more of a cinematic like display of, you know, our live show. Awesome. Now, socials, website, where can everybody find you guys? Go ahead, plug everything away. So I don't have to worry about that's that's kind of one nice thing about, you know, doing this podcast on my own. I don't have to worry about somebody mentioning Spotify and it's oh shit, we're gonna yeah. send somebody to Spotify from the radio. So uh website, socials, all that good stuff. Where can everybody find you guys and, and your music and everything you've got coming up? Yeah, so our primary dot com site is dragonflyeffectband.com. That is our main centralized hub for everything that we do. We have merchandise on there if you feel free. Uh, if you feel free to pick up a, a hoodie, t shirt, uh, a bomber jacket, you know. Uh, yeah, that, that kind of stuff helps us a lot. So Yeah, it helps us out tremendously. Um, you can get in touch with us there. Uh, you can find us on social media Instagram at dragonflyeffectband, Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash dragonflyeffectband. 
Twitter is Dragonfly BND, so it's a little bit different. At, okay. Yeah, just because the character limit there. Um, I believe we have we have a public Snapchat. I think Brad, our manager, set up. He set up set us up with one. Um, YouTube, TikTok, yeah, we have TikTok, TikTok, Dragonfly Effect Band. I think yeah, TikTok. Um, YouTube, Dragonfly Effect just pop will pop up right there. Yeah, obviously Spotify is the same deal. Not to take away from the radio, but it is there. Yeah. Uh, Apple Music is there. So, yeah, we're pretty much anywhere. Like, if you just look for Dragonfly Effect outside of, like, the philosophical <laughs> you know, part of what it means, you'll pretty much find us. I think there was a, an all-girl band at one point that's, I'm pretty sure, dissolved now. But they were the Dragonfly Effect. Um, I listened to them. They sounded pretty good, too, so... <laughs> Well, you confuse them, you could probably be enjoy, enjoying it anyways. You're either going to go down a rabbit hole of a lot of stuff you're going to learn, or you're going to find some some great uh, rock and metal music. Yeah. So either Pretty way, yeah. <laughs> either way, you're good. So, dude, well, Matt, Corey, man, guys, Dragonfly Effects, check them out. All social medias, guys out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Appreciate you guys coming on.